From the DMZ to the NATO front, this is CRN. Welcome to the Lightning Round. Welcome. Well, hello, and welcome to the Dave Kirshner Lightning Round Podcast. I am your host. Check in the notes. We are on episode 126. We're finishing up week 109 of the 46 Quadrennial Hunger Games. And a quick check of my website welcome page says that we have 620 days remaining before the next presidential election. So it's a little over a year and a half. And well, it's well over a year and a half. Uh, it's almost 23 months away. And I don't think that date can come soon enough. Because this illegitimate, fraudulently elected Yahoo has screwed up just about everything that he's touched. It is clear to see that the people that he appointed to various positions within his administration are not up to the task. And chief among them is... Old Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete has been dropping the ball since the day he was confirmed as the Secretary of Transportation. He's a small town mayor from Indiana who knows nothing about anything. And it's very disconcerting. Um, we've got a couple of stories here. Uh, I, I like to keep it fresh, uh, bounce around to different topics, different uh, parts of the country, different countries themselves, uh, and this week is going to be uh, more U.S.-based uh, than other shows where I talk about some international flavors. Uh, so, without any further ado, let's get into it. So this first one is, well, I'm going to let you listen to it, and then you tell me what you think. Uh, Summarize all the stories that are coming out right before this UFO conveniently got everybody's attention off of them. It's starting to look likely that Joe Biden was responsible for the Nord Stream pipeline blowing up, dude. That's an act of war, and he lied about it, and it's a climate catastrophe, and nobody's talking about it. Hunter Biden is going after people for sharing personal information from, guess what? The laptop, which means it was his, which means Joe Biden lied about everything. The emails in that laptop prove that Joe Biden was making money on Chinese and Ukraine business deals with his son. There's Twitter hearings going on right now, and the former Twitter executives are saying that they cooperated with the FBI to censor that Hunter Biden laptop story from you, the public, right before an election, which is more election meddling than any other bad country could hope for. 
The other thing the public's being made aware of is all of the side effects that are coming from the vaccines because the government employees are telling the Twitter executives, I've got side effects that I can't get rid of, and you censored the information which would have helped me make a better decision from Harvard and Stanford medical experts. There's also massive excess deaths that are happening in almost every country right now, and nobody can figure out why. And now they've added that COVID-19 vaccine to the routine schedule for children. Some won't be able to even go to school unless they get this shit, dude. But your friend, the media, is telling you about the UFO. So he touched on a lot of big topics, and some of which we've talked about here already. So the Hunter Biden laptop. Oh no, it's Russian disinformation. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, it was his. We all knew it was his. And yet the FBI went out of its way to contact the powers that be, the execs at these social media companies and these the, 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 the Twitter conversations that were going on in congressional hearings is what he's referring to. And, and I explained that in addition to all of the ballot harvesting and the ballot boxes on every corner, that the laptop was the other element to the reasoning that I have implemented into my constant referral to that jackhole as the illegitimate fraudulently elected numbnut. Hunter Biden admitting that that is his laptop proves that the FBI was in on election meddling suppression of evidence that Joe Biden was actually getting money from these deals. He was, in fact, the big guy. So therefore, in my mind and in the minds of just about anybody else that's been paying attention, he is 100% illegitimately elected, and therefore he is a fraudulently elected numbnut. Another thing that he pointed out was the COVID vaccines. People are dropping dead. We've talked about it on this show and on many shows on the CRN network. People are getting the shot and they're having heart attacks. These are people that are healthy, that have no pre-existing conditions. A 31-year-old former University of Virginia tennis star was out playing a pickup game of tennis Dropped dead on the court. A professional football player, 24 years old, playing for the Buffalo Bills, gets hit in the chest, routine tackle. He's made hundreds of these tackles over the span of his career. Suffers massive cardiac arrest on national TV. People giving speeches, large uh, forums, uh, that suddenly feel faint and then they just keel over. We've got... Athletes and people, not even athletes, just from all walks of life that are having adverse effects to this. And now they want to put the COVID shot into the vaccination routine for children. If you have children, you can say no. The school districts, like he mentioned, might have something to say about it. And that's a fight you guys can pick up. And, and I... If I had kids that were that age, that'd be a hill worth dying on. That's my opinion. I also, well, how do I put this? A ham radio hobby group is saying that 
the balloon that was shot down over the Yukon Territory in Canada was, in fact, their balloon. The hobby group, they put a balloon up at around 30 to 35,000 feet for the sole purpose of getting a better signal to bounce their ham radio transmissions off of. So the U.S. government, in conjunction with Canada, spent <laughs> almost a million dollars to shoot down some hobby club's balloon because they didn't bother to try and figure out what the hell it was. And there apparently there were cameras on the video I saw showed it appeared to be cameras mounted on the ham radio balloon. It showed the moment of impact from the missile, the balloon exploding, and then it showed the descent of that balloon and its cargo, basically <laughs> the transmitter, and showed it as it plunged all the way to the ground. And then the camera stopped when it hit the ground and it just showed it had landed in a, a you know, a field of, of dead grass. And, and this is, it's this kind of shit that just drives me up a wall. So he's got a point and I actually labeled this wag the dog. And the reason I labeled this, this email that I sent to myself from Instagram as wag the dog is because he's 100% correct. The Biden administration, as illegitimate and fraudulently elected as it was, is doing everything in its power to distract the American public from what is going on in D.C. as it pertains to the suppression of not only the Hunter Biden laptop, but also the uh, contracts that were in place with Big Pharma and the federal government as it pertained to the vaccines and people dropping dead. The media does not want to talk about these things. They're, they're holding, they're, they're putting down cover fire for the illegitimate administration because they know that if the American people are paying attention to what's actually going on, they're going to throw this asshole out of office and they might not stop at Joe Biden. They might go a little bit further and get cackling comrade too. Although by all accounts, aside from being an idiot who can't put together a coherent sentence and couldn't find water if she fell out of a fucking boat, she hasn't done anything wrong. And while we're talking about cackling comrade, I'm curious as to whether or not, I, I, I should say, I'm curious as to why. The left is so gung-ho on this, on this woman. She was a backup dancer and a groupie in the, uh, the hip-hop genre of the music industry. Rappers and things of the like. She was basically handed around as, you know, free candy to these guys. Then she manages to somehow get a law degree. Then she gets down on her knees and pays homage to her boss, who then gives her a job as a DA. She did a horrible job as a DA, and somehow, likely because of her gender and skin color, she was chosen to be the running mate for this idiot who they hid in their basement while they stuffed ballot boxes and suppressed evidence that he is a criminal. Are you guys seeing all this? Then, and for the life of me, 
Well, I can tell you how it happened. The people that he nominated for these cabinet positions, like old Mayor Pete in the Secretary of Transportation position, the reason that these idiots got through the nomination process is because the House and Senate were controlled by the left. Had the House and Senate, well, I should say the Senate. The Senate does the confirmation hearings. Had the Senate been, been controlled by the right, maybe we would have been successful in stopping some of these nominations. But no, we have idiots like Mayor Pete and, oh, I wish I could remember his name, but he's uh, a kleptomaniac. He steals luggage. He's supposed to be transgender. And, you know, he just, he literally looks like a clown who doesn't have his brightly colored curly wig on or his squeaky nose, but he's got this face full of makeup and lipstick and he's walking around, strutting around, wearing dresses and and he's stealing luggage from people. I saw an article just the other day where some of the more famous photos of this idiot strutting around in his dresses is actually from a, a designer, a dress designer from Africa. And he's walking around in these traditional African garments that this lady designed. And so she's like, I'm going to sue you. And so she's coming after him legally for what he did. It's just, all of this shit is a wag the dog. Pay no attention to the things that matter, like the laptop, like the COVID shots and the adverse side effects people are feeling. I got a countdown. Actually, I got to go find my vax card because I have, I'm counting down the 270 days of efficacy because of what I want to see is... As I get closer and closer to the 270th day, which I believe is going to be early to mid-summer, I'm wondering if the pain that I feel in my chest, it's a dull ache. I'm wondering if because of the shots, I've got an issue with my heart now. And I'm wondering if as I get closer to 270 days, does that dull ache dissipate and can I walk through life normally like I did before I fell victim to my wife's fears and acquiesced to her request to get the shot so that, in theory, I didn't give COVID to her aging parents? I don't know. We'll find out. But speaking of COVID, I got another story for you. Next. All right, so this story deals with the teachers in New York City that got fired for not taking the jab. Many of them filed uh, religious exemptions. By and large, they were all denied, so these people got fired. Here's what New York City schools did. They flagged the teachers' files and then sent the teachers' fingerprints to the FBI. Non-compliance will get you reported to the FBI. If New York City's not um, uh, unique in this regard. The various boards of education in small towns and large cities reported parents to the FBI or and or requested the FBI to investigate parents 
that did not want to go along with the vaccine mandates, did not want to go along with the mask mandates, did not want to go along with uh, anything other than in-person teaching. They fought the system, and then the system tried to report them and get the FBI involved so that they would no longer be allowed to speak up at Board of Election meetings where they had uh, the ability to have public comments. The article reads, The fingerprints of unvaccinated New York City teachers were reportedly sent to the FBI with problem code flags, prompting outrage from former educators who lost their jobs over the mandate. Earlier this month, John Bursch, who is representing teachers who are suing the city over the mandate, said teachers who refuse the shot now have a flag in their file which will impact their ability to get another job. When the city puts problem codes on employee files who have been terminated because of the unconstitutional policies, not only do they have this flag in the file, but their fingerprints are sent with that flag to the FBI and New York Criminal Justice Services, so it impacts their ongoing ability to get employment at other places. Rochelle Garcia, a former New York City teacher, lost her job after she refused to get the vaccine, discussing how she discussed how it was infuriating that the, that the allegations were being made, uh, and she has become concerned about the alleged overreach. She is quoted as saying, this is both outrageous and infuriating because my first question of the government or whomever is basically, what did I do? What kind of criminal activity did I participate in besides not getting the shot? Religiously, mentally, I just didn't want anything experimental being put into my body. So what criminal activity did I commit aside from not getting the shot? Why is my flag being filed? Or why is my file being flagged and why are my fingerprints being sent to the FBI? She is a 15-year veteran of teaching in the Brooklyn school districts for New York City schools. And she was fired after her religious exemption request was denied. Investigative journalist Betsy Comier, Comier wrote an affidavit undercovering how uncovering how the education department was allegedly able to flag certain teachers without sufficient evidence of wrongdoing. I found that the Department of Education was, has right now an agency called the Office of Personnel Investigation, and what they do is they have employees of the Department of Education who call themselves investigators but are not, so they work for the per Personnel Investigation Office, and when they get an accusation from anybody, it doesn't matter who, they flag the files and send them to the New York Criminal Justice Services and the FBI. Even though the only, the only activity that that person engaged in was inactivity when it came to getting the shots. Comier alleged that teachers who, do not, who did not have a valid vaccination card were immediately flagged with the problem code, and then they sent the files on. So, what does that tell you? During the height of the pandemic, not only were parents being referred to the FBI for criminal uh, investigation by the Board of Education, the various boards of education were also reporting their teachers. Teachers that expressed their desire to not have an experimental vaccine injected into their body. Non-compliance will get you fired 
Non-compliance will get you investigated by the FBI. In my personal opinion, the first thing that the next Republican president ought to do is twofold, two-pronged, if you will. They need to fire everybody in senior management on the seventh floor of the FBI Hoover building, and they need to put every single FBI agent that is even remotely associated with this on a lie detector. It's the only way you're going to re restore any, side of, any sort of credibility to the FBI. My opinion, and I wait for the cavalcade of black suburbans to go up and down my street because I made that comment. Next. All right, here we go again. This is something that I, I don't fully understand. And I, and I welcome comments and commentary. I welcome explanations. Biden is selling another 26 million barrels of crude oil from our strategic petroleum reserve. He's doing this while simultaneously shutting down the oil industry in this country. Oil and gas, I should say. I don't understand how he can sell another 26 million barrels when we're already at the lowest level of strategic petroleum in reserve since 1983. How is this justifiable? Here's what the article says. On February 13th, the Biden administration announced another sale of oil from the Energy Department's Strategic Petroleum Reserve with 26 million barrels set to be delivered to the market from April 1st to June 30th, which will take the number of barrels in, re in reserve to a new low dating back to before 1983. Unlike the largest ever drawdown of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve that Biden announced in response to Russia's war on Ukraine, the latest release of 26 million barrels is in response to a requirement included in two laws enacted by Congress during the Obama bummer years under the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2015 and the Fixing America's Surface Transportation Act, or FAST Act. The announcement comes ahead of a potential uptick in gas prices as the U.S. nears the summer driving season. According to the article and Phil Flynn, who is an analyst at Price Futures Group, he's quoted as saying, Biden is front-loading the strategic petroleum reserve barrels to avoid a summer gasoline price hike. There are growing concerns among the Biden administration that gas prices are headed back to $4 a gallon, and the president is fearful of the political heat he will take if it does. So he's playing politics. He's bound by the Bipartisan Budget Act and the FAST Act to go and release this oil. Price added, quote, by pushing barrels forward from previously announced sales, he is robbing Peter to pay Paul, but is discouraging future U.S. oil and gas investment. There should be some backlash from Republicans who are getting tired of using the Strategic Petroleum Reserve for political purposes and creating short-term price relief in exchange for much higher prices down the road. When the illegitimate one took office in January of 2021, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve contains 638 million barrels out of a congressionally authorized maximum of 713 million barrels. After a series of releases totaling more than 260 million barrels, 
The oil reserve is about 371.6 million barrels as of February 2023, the lowest level since 1983. Selling another 26 million barrels from the oil reserve without adding new barrels of oil to offset the decline would take the inventory to 346 million barrels, which is the lowest since August of 1983. He's exactly right. He's robbing Peter to pay Paul. And he's selling our oil on the open market, and he's doing it for political purposes. But when he sells this oil, anybody can buy it, like China, which is who bought the bulk of the previous releases from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Are you seeing what's going on here yet, folks? This guy literally is a criminal. He was bought and paid for by China and Ukraine. He can't outwardly give money to China like he's doing to Ukraine on his little goodwill tour where he went on Monday earlier this week and told the people of Ukraine that he was going to fund their pensions with our money and yet his administration can't be bothered to show up at one of the worst ecological disasters in New Palestine, Ohio with a train derailment. Nobody from the Secretary of Transportation's office or the EPA showed up until Trump went out there and said, I'll be in East Palestine delivering aid as best I can on Wednesday. The following Monday, the EPA and Pete Buttigieg decided to have conversations and talk to the mayor and the powers that be in East Palestine. It's all bullshit, folks. It's all theater. They don't want you paying attention to the things that are the most important because they're trying to hide the fact from you that he was illegitimately elected. He was fraudulently elected. The FBI was in on it. The execs, it various social media uh, companies were, were in on it. The DNC was in on it. I played a clip from you for you uh, on Wednesday's show uh, where 53% of the people polled would have changed their vote if the FBI had not suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story, if Twitter and Facebook and Google CNN, MSNBC hadn't suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story. 61% of Democrats would have changed their vote. I have not seen the polling, but had Twitter execs not suppressed scientific information, valid, truthful scientific information regarding the hazards of the vaccine, untold millions would have not gotten the shots. I would not have gotten the shots. And I am constantly in a state of anger about it because I, I wish I, I'm sure some of you are in the same boat that I'm in where you had a spouse or a loved one come to you and say, please get the shot. Please, please, pretty please. Uh, and they 
They used fear to get you to make a decision that was beneficial to them, but now you're facing the side effects, like I am with the, I can feel it. It's the dull ache right around my heart. And I know it's a side effect from the vaccines. I'm curious if it abates as I get closer and closer to the 270-day efficacy shutdown, efficacy date, efficacy threshold. We'll see. Next. All right. So we got a couple stories for you coming out of Chicago. The first one's more of an announcement that that mayor, who I swear to you looks like Beetlejuice, has come out and just blatantly said, if you live on the south side of Chicago and you're not going to vote for me, then stay home and don't vote. In what world does a politician say those words to anyone? Don't vote. I, this is the first time I've, I've heard of any politician saying don't vote. That is, to me, political suicide. Now, she's making those comments because, I mean, she's getting a lot of people throwing their hat in the ring. And the front runner right now is a guy that's going after law and order. And the cops couldn't be ple more pleased that this, is, that this person's throwing their hat in the ring. I don't have his name right now. Um, but Lori Lightfoot needs to be run out of town in, she needs to be run out of town, period. Uh, I can't even give you a qualifier. I was going to come up with something funny, but I blanked. They need to get rid of her, and they can't get rid of her any faster than we can get rid of Biden. But there's an election coming up, and they need to run her out of town because she has made that city ten times worse. With, and George Soros, too, for that matter, because of his uh, ineptitude. It, well, no, George Soros was planned. Lori Lightfoot is inept. George Soros went out and backed a bunch of progressive DAs that were all about criminal justice reform, prison reform, and they're not charging people with the correct crime being a felony. They're not locking people up. They got catch and release. They got, you name it, and George Soros has, has gone out of his way to basically keep criminals on the street, and they have wreaked havoc in these major Dem-run cities where they were put in and installed into office as DAs. Uh, I did read an article, and I, and I need to find it, um, where the governor basically removed a Soros DA for basically failure to do his job. Uh, and I want to say it was in Missouri. And uh, I believe the DA was uh, somehow associated with St. Louis. I want to say that that sounds correct to me. But uh, they removed that DA because he was letting people out. He wasn't charging people correctly. He was downgrading charges to misdemeanors. And the city of St. Louis is, is in the same boat as New York City, Chicago, L.A., uh, Portland, Seattle, Minneapolis, uh, Boston, all these cities that have these Soros DAs where they're changing uh, charges and downgrading charges and doing catch and release and, you know, people are being committing three, three felonies in one day. They get hauled in 
they get released, they go out, commit another crime. I believe the record I heard is three, and it's in New York City in one day. But now there's news out of Chicago, much like we saw for news in Baltimore last week, that 55 Chicago public schools have zero students proficient, uh, proficient in uh, math and reading. And the article goes on to, the article says, dozens of Chicago schools have reportedly claimed that none of their students are proficient in math or reading. Findings reported by WirePoints are from the Illinois Department of Education's 2022 data showing in 55 of the city's public schools, zero students were proficient in those subjects. It's yet another indictment of the state's education system, Wire, WirePoints explained in a social media post on February 14th. 22 schools have no students reading at their grade level, and 33 more schools said that none of their students could do math at grade level. 53 schools across the state said they had no students proficient in math, while 30 more schools said they had no students who were skilled in reading at their grade level. However, defenders of the current system are sure to invoke COVID as the big reason for the low scores. But a look at the 2019 numbers show that reading and math numbers were only slightly better than they are now. While many of the nation's schools went into lockdown during the pandemic, some districts thrived by keeping things as normal as they could. And then there's a slew of snarky comments that people have added to that post. So, because they shut down the planet to get rid of one guy, kids can't read, kids can't do math. My wife can attest to the fact that kids don't know shit about science. Now there are apps out there that are writing papers for them. And what are you going to do? How, how are you going to combat this? Howard, how's the education system in Chicago, New York, Baltimore, Minneapolis, L.A.? You know, all these schools that have lagging test scores. And it's proof positive that the lockdowns adversely affected student learning. How are they going to recover from this? And that here's another interesting thing that my daughter told me, because uh, she plays collegiate lacrosse. And what she's telling me is that the kids that are coming to college to play D1, 2, 3 sports are not as proficient as their peers when they got to college because while my daughter is a junior now, she really only missed out on her senior year season because lacrosse is typically a spring sport. And they shut down the planet in March of 2020. So she missed her spring lacrosse season of her senior year. When she was a freshman, they still had lockdowns and they still had COVID restrictions, but they at least played a partial season. Uh, and they had fall ball to a degree, um, but the seasons and the fall ball weren't as robust as normal as what she's experiencing this season. Or, or last season. But these kids that she's coaching now that are coming um, into late middle school, early high school, the skill level of these kids is significantly less than where the kids were before the pandemic. So it's not only hurting the kids at, academically, but it's also hurting the kids athletically because 
they weren't allowed to get together with their teams and practice. They weren't allowed to get together with their teams and play game. And if they were able to get together, they had to play the game wearing masks. How asinine is that? But by all means, let's shut down the planet to get rid of one guy who won't go along with the Great Reset and the globalist agenda. All right, well, that's the show, folks. Is I, I, you know what? I'm going to have a hell of a time <laughs> writing up the show notes. I feel like I just went all over the place. Um, but it was a little more structured than, than Wednesday's show. But uh, I still got to type it all up. But um, you get the point. We're, 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 uh, I feel like we're talking to like a street musician or a, 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 not a street musician, but a street magician. And, you know, they're like, Ooh, pick the right card, pick the right card or find the, find the ball under the cup type of shit, you know? And it, everything comes back to the laptop and the FBI's actions, and the actions of social media execs. That's what you need to be focusing on, and that's what they're trying to distract you from. If it's not the balloons, then it's, you know, they don't want to talk about the toxic spills and the toxic fires, you know, but they want you to focus on anything other than what the Democrats did to get this jackhole in the White House, which is the suppression of that laptop. It all comes back to the laptop. So pay attention as best you can, folks, because the more the more information that comes out about the laptops, about the vaccines, the the more you are gonna be just infuriated because it's all I feel like, you know, we're we're freaking marionettes and people just think this is some kind of game. This is people's lives people's livelihoods like those teachers it just man it really just irritates the shit out of me all right uh we'll be back on wednesday with a midweek preparedness show um i'm actually you know what the funny thing is i'm i'm starting to find more and more recipes so maybe i'm thinking about you know a, a follow-up book to the home remedies poultices salves and tinctures book i don't know we'll see uh, it took a long time to cobble together all those recipes, but I don't know. Maybe we'll find something. Maybe I'll find enough to, to warrant putting together a new book. But uh, I'm currently, I don't know, probably in Chapter 7 or 8 of my my standalone new fiction piece. Uh, it's not going to be a series. Um, and it, it's, getting, it's getting really, really interesting. I'm coming up with uh, some very interesting storylines in that regard, so... Uh, but we'll talk next week. Uh, we'll talk preparedness and, uh, we'll go from there. We'll see what kind of jackassery happens between now and next Saturday. So until then, be good, stay safe, keep your head on a swivel. I'm out. Happy Hunger Games. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Mm-hmm.